track and soccer athlete Adele Francis, and we are inside the hive. Thank you, Adele, for welcoming us in here to episode 18 of Inside the Hive. Uh, we were off last week, had a little sickness going around. You know, it's the winter season that happens, but uh, hopefully that gave you enough time to listen to episode 17 and listen to what Mr. Reddick had to say. There's definitely a lot to take in there. So uh, welcome into the show. We are once again recording live from our Perrysburg location of Sidelines. Thank you for sponsoring us at 136 West South Boundary. They're locally owned and operated and excited to be serving the Perrysburg community. So tonight, Adele, we're going to start with a little bit of a new intro, asking a simple question. What are you excited for tonight on Inside the Hive? Um, I'm just excited to talk about my like athletic journey and just like um, everything that Perrysburg has like, helped me with and everything I've accomplished at the school. All right, Adele, could you give us a little bit of background? Could you uh, tell us about yourself and who you are? Yeah, um, so obviously I'm Adele Francis, and I run track and soccer at Perrysburg High School. Um, I'm committed to Michigan State to play soccer, and I'm a senior in high school. So, Now, how did you get your start in soccer? Um, honestly, I started super young, like probably like four years old. Like My parents just put me in PYSA, and that's about it. And then eventually I moved to travel when I was probably about nine years old, and then I've been playing ever since. All right, uh, now that you're exiting the Perrysburg girls' soccer program, how does the future look for Perrysburg soccer? Um, I think they have a very, very bright future ahead of them. Um, I know they have a lot of young girls. They had a lot of freshmen last year that are going to come up and, like, be great next year. And just the team all together is, I mean, they're wonderful. I'm sure they'll have a very bright future. Now, could you give us some names? Who are going to be the rising stars for that team? Um, I, th I honestly think a lot of them will be, I mean, Obviously, we have, like, the juniors, like, Avery Zaisloff and Ashlyn Hafe, and then there's a couple freshmen. I know Emma Ogdahl, um, Kinsley Jones, or Bob, and Camille Francis were all freshmen, very strong freshmen last year that will rise up, I'm sure. Now, did you play club soccer? Yeah. And who did you play for? Uh, GTFC. And how would you describe your experience playing club? Um, it's, it's very competitive. I'd say it's a lot more competitive than – high school is for the most part just because not everyone who plays high school plays club um but yeah i i love gtfc it's a great environment always super competitive super supportive everyone there is just wonderful now which one would you say you liked more between the two um it's hard to say i guess high school is more like laid back and more of like a social hour and like more of my like closer friends um do high school, but I definitely love the like competitive piece and the traveling part of um, club. Um, favorite Perrysburg uh, high school soccer memory. Now we have here that Mr. Rogers' favorite memory is the day that you represented Perrysburg High School at the NLL Sportsmanship, and apparently you kicked a girl in the head. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was actually like literally the night before. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was funny. But my favorite memory. Honestly, it's probably freshman year when Rayanne told me, Rayanne was like, if you score if you score this goal, like, you have to do a backflip. And, like, I scored the goal, and Rayanne's like, you got to do it. And, like, I just, like, whipped out a backflip on the field, and BCSN has it on video, and it's, like, the funniest thing ever. Like, me little freshman throwing a backflip up. Oh, man, that's something else. I mean, that NLL Sportsmanship Conference, like, it's kind of crazy. You know, you're all <laughs> from different schools getting to know each other. I'm getting to go to it. It was kind of cool, but uh, – yeah, it gets crazy. You know? How many kids are there? 
So there's six from each school. So Holy. 40, 48 of us that are just sitting there in a sportsmanship conference. You, you get out of school for a day, so it's great. You know, you get that is you nice. know, learn about sportsmanship, get to meet other kids that you didn't know, some that you already did know, and get to talk to each other. But I just remember uh, Cadence Carswell trying to steal the show. That was so Oh, cool. my God. God love that kid. But uh, good times at the NLS sportsmanship conference. So, Adele, do you have any opponents – that you really like to play against that is always a very competitive game that really gets the blood flowing? Yeah, I would say Anthony Wayne for sure. It's always super competitive, super aggressive, a lot of, like, trash talk and chirping, lots of yellow cards go out. And that game's always just super fun because, like, you know, everyone knows everyone from Anthony Wayne. Like, that's our rival school. So when we play them, it's just, like, oh, the energy and just, like, competitiveness is so much fun. Now, would you say there's also a, a rivalry between Finley? Because I know there's been, there was a lot of animosity towards the end of the season with Instagram posts and them knocking you out of the postseason. Yeah. Um, honestly, they're normally not that big of a threat to us. Um, but this year they definitely came out and, like, um, definitely gave us a run for our money, especially in that last game. We just – they got a goal early on, and we just struggled to get one back. They tend to pack – everyone in the back once they score and it was pretty hard to get around them so now did you have any individual rivalries between other players on other teams um not necessarily no i not that i know of anymore now there have been some very successful soccer players at perrysburg high school recently you were in first team all ohio for soccer what do you attribute that success to for you what does that mean (laughs) So you earned – all right, let me try and explain this. So you earned first-team All-State. Uh-huh. How would you say you were able to achieve that? And oh, what do you okay. think that first-team All-State means for you? Yeah, um, I definitely say I was able to achieve that um, just with, like, hard work, like extra trainings, like um, always just putting, like, 100% in. And honestly, it means a lot to me, just, like, knowing that I was recognized as one of the like, best athletes in the state. Um, so, yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the disparities between sports in general at Perrysburg High School? It seems to us that the most successful sports often have the oldest equipment and jerseys except for football. Loaded question, I know. Joel, Joel, Joel talks very I do, fast. I do talk very and fast. Let me, let me just try and help you out. The big guy, he gets his, his lips get moving. Let yeah. me try and just slow it down for you here. So basically what Joel's trying to say is we've, we've noticed that there's a big disparity between guys and girls sports and funding and stuff like that. And we noticed that girls' soccer doesn't have a locker room. We wanted to know a little bit of what, what your thoughts are on that and how the difference is between boys' and girls' sports. Okay, yeah. Um, it's definitely super frustrating that we don't get, like, as much, like, attention or even just, like, as much funding as other sports do, especially boys' football. But I also understand that, like, boys' football brings in a lot of, like, funding with, like, their big games and stuff. Um, it is frustrating when... Like, sometimes I'd say, like, we're almost, like, ranked better, like, um, make it further than the football team will, but we have less people out there supporting us. But, I mean, no matter what, we're thankful for whoever who comes out and can support us on the field. So where do you guys get ready for, like, your games? Like, where do you have to go to, like, get dressed and get prepared to play soccer? Um, Normally we just, like, get ready at our own houses. Um, Or sometimes we'll meet up at, um, like, someone's house beforehand and just, like, watch film really like just like watch some clips or um like do each other's hair or a lot of times we do hair like on the field or like right before the game so so would you say that's helped like 
bring your team closer together in the past? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely like a fun bonding moment. I mean, I feel like we all we all enjoy like doing that. Like it's not a big deal. Now, how would you? How do you guys like get in, like the game mood and I guess lock in? Because at least for football, it's like you're listening to like King Von and Drake in the locker room, little baby. Like, what, how do you guys lock in? Yeah, um, I would say some athletes like don't prefer to lock in. Like a lot of the girls would be like goofing off or like making TikToks before um, a game just to like get like their nerves away and stuff. But personally, like I have to be listening to like my like my music and like have airpods in and like not talk to anyone like people just like i don't know some people um prefer to be like loud and talk and then i just can't do that now does jorge say anything to you guys like as a team before the game like i know there's no like football coach that can give you a locker room speech since you don't have a locker room which we're going to hopefully fix in the future but does jorge say anything to you guys like as a team like before you go out and play yeah um he always brings us in like right before about to warm up and just like says a few words or just like says stuff to get us, like, motivated and, like, um, ready to play the game. Now, do you have, like, a favorite pregame speech of his or anything? Or is it all pretty standard? No, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty standard, yeah. Now, have you ever had, like, a senior leader, like, take charts? Like, have, did you ever go up in front of the team and give, like, a pregame speech? Like, all right, girls, state's time. we got to get together. we got to go do this. Yeah, um, just as one of the captains last year, that's definitely kind of a big role that I took on, just making sure that the girls were, like, ready for every game and um, just, like, that they're all in the right mindset. <laughs> Joel, is, Joel is something else today. He, Dude, those he, are he spicy. He pickles this week from sidelines. They're, they're pretty decent. Joel, no spice at all, which is they're, fine. It's they a have a pickle, kick. Right? I'm, like, I'm, like, stressing it's, it's right now. It's a fried pickle, right? You know, you take one, you dip it in a little ranch, you put it in your mouth, but I don't know. Joel's on something today. He's like, oh, that breading. Dude, so it's, it's, like, hurting my so mouth. So very, very hot. Oh, my God, so hot. And okay, it's literally Jack. just your standard breading there's nothing to it you just pop one in your mouth and you enjoy it joel i don't see what the big problem I, is here. they're good but my mouth is absolutely there's no spice on fire it, it hurts i don't know i why. don't understand i don't either it's a fried pickle joel just dip in a little ranch put it in what's, all right, what's all the right check I don't I, I, they definitely put some of the breading anyways adele you are set to attend michigan state university this fall on a soccer scholarship what did your recruiting process look like quite stressful um it's just like it was a lot having to watch like my 90 minute games and clip the film like um and then analyze every piece of film but for me for the most part like I play for like GTFC tends to be like a little bit of like a smaller club like we don't play um ECNL and we're not GA league which are like the bigger leagues so mm -hmm. um we don't go to the huge showcases that all the like big 10 like D1 schools go to mm -hmm. so I had to do a lot of like reaching out myself um but honestly, I wasn't even talking to Michigan State until I had attended their ID camp, and that's how they noticed me. Um, I just stood out at the camp, so they went back that night, um, looked at the email I'd sent them, looked at my film, and then ultimately gave me an offer. No, it was most of that stuff like through email, because I know for football, everyone uses Twitter pretty much. That's like the standardized like recruiting database. Yeah, no, for the most part, it's through email until they get your number and then it's just texting back and forth about it and it's a lot of phone calls so, yeah. now can you talk to us a little bit more about the camp that got you recognized like who were you competing against like what did that look like yeah um i was competing against just a lot of girls it was like a big elite camp in the summer um and i mean it was good competition i was going up against some of their incoming recruits like on defense and i think they just liked how i played and 
then we I got on the campus a couple more times and they brought me to a football game and then I ended up committing. So yeah. Now, how many uh, other recruits do they have? Like, did they sign? Um, so in my class, I think there's about a total of ten. So. Decent amount. Yeah. Pretty big class. Yeah, it is a pretty big class, but they have a lot of girls like leaving this uh, that just graduated. So. Now, what other offers did you receive for soccer along with Michigan State? Um, I received offers from other D1 schools. Um, so yeah. Such as? Um, BG, UT, um, Western Michigan. Um, there's a couple more. I don't uh, They're not Oh, before. Xavier, yeah. Oh. I, was, I was in between Xavier and Michigan State for a while. And then Xavier's nice down there. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. They're very, they're very good at soccer, and the campus is wonderful. But just, I guess, when I stepped on Michigan State, I just kind of knew, like, this is where I wanted to be. Now, how did you decide that you wanted to go to Michigan State? Um, I don't know. It was actually it was it was a very hard decision. Um, yeah, I guess it was just like it, I like I said, I was between Xavier and Michigan State, and they're both great schools. They're ba- they're both good at soccer, and they're both wonderful schools. But I guess it was more just like when they when I went up to like on the field for a Michigan State football game, I was just like, this is where I want to be. And, like, Xavier, obviously this isn't, like, the main factor, but Xavier doesn't have, like, football and, like, isn't really a big campus. Mm -hmm. All right, now we're going to head into this week's Rank It. This is where we give you a topic and ask you to rank it one through five. This week we wanted to know your top five things you're looking forward to at Michigan State University. (laughs) Wait, okay. Wait, do I start? Do I say, like, my favorite thing? You could say one through five or – Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be in any particular order. You could just say – five things that you're looking forward to at Michigan State. I mean, they don't have to be in order, but if you want to put them in order, great. If you don't, it's okay. Okay, sorry. Okay. Does he need to say it again? No, no, we're good. We're live. I think they got it. Oh, yeah, no edits. No edits, unless Joel does his usual skip a page, but that's all right. (laughs) Okay, um, five things I'm looking forward to at Michigan State are definitely just um, meeting all the girls that are on the team and just, like, getting to know them. Um... I'm looking forward to, like, training hard every day and, like, just always be in, like, grind mode. Um, I'm looking forward to, um, I don't know, I guess I'm just looking forward to, like, learning, like, new skills and um, just developing as a player. Um, I'm looking forward to not that much, but I'm looking forward to, like, the nursing program a little bit just because that stuff, like, interests me a lot and, like, they have a good program up there. And then lastly, I'm interested in, like, living on my own, kind of, or, like, living with my roommate and just figuring all that out. Now, how, how are the dorms at Michigan State? Are they, are they good? The ones you toured any good? Do they all have AC? Uh, like, what, what is a college soccer player getting into at Michigan State? Um, no AC. There's no AC Oof. in the dorm. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, it's East Lansing, Michigan. You'll survive, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll probably have to That's get, wild. like, an AC. Like unit at least for the freshmen, there's none. Um, ooh, we don't ooh. have yeah, we don't have communal bathrooms though, so that's nice. Okay, at least. all right, there's a bonus. Um, but it is like Jack and Jill bathroom, so it'll be like me and my roommate, a bathroom, and then two other like random people. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's better than communal bathrooms. Do you have a roommate picked out? No, so actually, um, our coach will be picking that out for us. It'll oh, be okay. one of the commits in my class. So are, like all the soccer players in one like section of the dorm? Yeah. So what would you say, like, the main coaching differences you think will be between Michigan State and 
Coach Jorge and his program at Perrysburg? Um, I just think it will probably be um, more like intense training just because obviously it's a Big Ten school and they're a very good team. And I think it will be um, – I think it will definitely be like more conditioning and stuff, and I think the coach will just be a lot harder on us um, in college. Now, Joel will appreciate this. When my brother went up and played travel basketball in Michigan State, I don't remember much of the basketball. They did lose a lot. That was <laughs> not ideal. But the one positive I'll take away from it was the MSU Dairy, one of the best ice cream shops I've ever been to. So have, have you been to the Dairy, Adele? No, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Some of the best ice cream. Oh, my God. You will ever have right on campus, MSU Dairy, have to go. Some of the best ice cream you'll ever have. Uh, ice cream and grilled cheese, some of the best ever. Uh, MSU Dairy. Go. Is Michigan, like, known for their ice cream? Because I feel like every ice cream shop I've been to in Michigan is absolutely crazy. I don't know. Michigan State Dairy, though? I've, I've been. I know I've been to. How many uh, you been to, Joel? How many ice cream? Uh, we go to Traverse City every year, and I know I've been to at least two or three up there. And I forget I forget the name of the main one. I think it's Moomers. Something that is absolute insanity. It's so good. All right, Adele, what soccer players do you draw inspiration from and why? Um, I definitely draw inspiration from um, Rayanne Frost for sure. Um, she actually graduated last year. She's just an amazing athlete. And honestly, I don't know if I'd be like where I am without her because I've played soccer with her basically my whole life and me and her just play so well together and she's always super inspirational and helps me um a lot. i'm sorry joel joel cannot handle the fried pickles they're so <laughs> so spicy i don't <laughs> know why my well, question to you they're so hot i'm, I'm sorry adult i'm That's so okay. sorry but joel is you know having one of his his moments again is his moments no just, no oh my gosh those pickles are so hot so sorry keep going how'd Rianne do this year Oh, Rayan did, um, she actually did very well at OU this year. She started a lot of games and got a lot of minutes um, on the field. We actually all got to go watch her play um, the BG versus OU game, and it was, she just had a bunch of supporters, and it was super nice to see her. Now, now okay, Whoa. what are you doing, big guy? Oh, that sorry, that is, that is hey, your question. there it is, folks. Joel's weekly screw-up right on time. Okay. He made it 19 minutes. That a boy, Joel. Thanks, but, Jack. Um, what, uh, what what teammate would you say this year that you look to for advice the most? Um, I think probably um, Ashlyn Brown. Just because um, she's always, like, super supportive and she knows what she's talking about. And especially with her um, having her injury, she was able to watch, like, the game from, like, a different perspective. Like, obviously, like, watching from the sidelines and she was able to just, like, see things that maybe we weren't able to see on the field. And it definitely helped us all out a bunch. Now, what would you say your pregame routine was before each and every soccer game that you played? Um, normally, it's just me, like, chugging liquid IV before the game and then putting my AirPods in and just, like, not talking to anybody. <laughs> now, do you or any of your teammates have any pregame superstitions or rituals? No. Me and Rayanne used to be super, like, superstitious about, like, lucky hair ties or, like, lucky cleats and stuff. But I think that honestly just went away as we got older. Now, what did that look like, though? What did those look like growing up? Um, so, basically, I think it was freshman year I had these cleats. 
and like I wore them like the beginning of freshman year, so like I can't change my cleats halfway through the season. So like I wore them like duct taped the whole season, basically like falling apart. I was too superstitious <laughs> to get new cleats. Wow. Yeah. Duct tape cleats. Wouldn't expect that from a yeah. D1 Big Ten <laughs> soccer college commit. But you yeah. Know. And another superstition. Actually, me and Macy still have this. Is we do this thing called Pele before um, okay. every game. And, like, me and Macy have to catch every single ball or else we think we're going to play bad. So, like, we'll, like, if, like, it's, like, a bad touch, we'll, like, dive to get the ball. It's so funny. <laughs> so, if you had to play another position in soccer, what would it be and why? Um, it would probably be outside back just because that's a lot similar to my, like, outside wing forward position. And they, they're able to get up the field a lot and run a lot, which is something I like to do. So, <laughs> Who is the funniest person on the soccer team? hard probably probably bob kinsley jones she's a freshman but the thing she says her or liz liz modder oh my god they're both like they're both just airheads oh man <laughs> they won't care if i call them that now what music do you listen to pregame um i don't even know it depends i like this is like weird but like i tend to like sometimes listen to like sad music or like before a game like i don't know just like gets me in the zone like I can't even think of like a song on the top of my head but just like either that or like I don't even know like Lady Gaga or Pitbull or something that's <laughs> maybe a stupid question but do you listen to Adele um not normally before a game but I do I mean because that's like sometimes that it, just yeah. that's sad sad is, music yeah. like she hits those like long high notes yeah. you're like oh my gosh <laughs> was it was it Brandon Graves that said he listens to country pregame no, what? No, they listened to Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's what it was. Hey, that was bizarre. Biscuit. He did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, yeah, give us a lyric. Yeah, give us a lyric. Like, what's your favorite I'm lyric? Good. When you hear when? What's your number one like song pregame? You hear this song, you're like, all right, let's go, let's go. I don't even know. We're scoring a hat trick today. Let's go. <laughs> um, I cannot even tell you. Do you have like, a go-to artist at least? No, I guess I do tend to listen to The Pursuit of Happiness a lot. Okay. There we go. That's, right, that's, that's a banger. <laughs> so now we're going to head to this week's flashback segment. This is where we review a controversial or hot topic that may spark conversation in the community. This week we're taking a little bit of a different spin. This was actually Joel's idea, so shout out to Joel for yep. putting a question in the doc this week. <laughs> we wanted to hear your opinion on the ongoing argument that I've heard a little bit. Hothead or Chipotle? Which one? Oh, Chipotle for sure. What's your go-to order? Um, I get a bowl with white rice, black beans, chicken, lettuce, cheese, pico, and light sour cream. How often do you eat a Chipotle? You fire that off in like a second. <laughs> like probably like twice a week. Oh my god! Can we? Is Chipotle maybe gonna like get a little nil deal going? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I hope so. What are we doing? What just happened to my computer? Technical difficulties. Oh my god! Oh my goodness what Damn happened chromebooks school's cheapish they it literally almost just did a complete wipeout shutdown and uh you know couldn't get macbooks because they're too expensive and girls soccer can't get a locker room but that's not that's not the point here but um what do you think is one thing that hothead could change to potentially get closer to chipotle's level i don't even know i've like only been to hotheads like twice and it was just a no-go for me <laughs> Why? Like, why? I just, I don't think it has as much flavor. I felt like it was kind of bland when I had it. That's that's what we're looking for. Hothead, if you're listening, 
spice it up. Like Joel, maybe you need to go blander. Just like the fried uh, my mouth is still on fire from those fried <laughs> pickles. Hothead, we got to make a change here. But kind of pivoting back to soccer, what did it mean for you this year to set the career goals record at Perrysburg High School? Um, it meant a lot to me. It's just like, I don't know, maybe just like realize like how much work I really have put in, and it just made me feel good to know that like it all like eventually paid off, like all the like just all the hard work. Now, rumor has it that you are an incredible trash talker. What are some of your favorite go-to lines to get in your opponent's head? Oh, God. Um, I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> that's There's, there's got to be a go-to. You, you can say anything on the podcast. Come on. on who it is or, like, oh, my All right. God. I, have an so, issue of, I have an issue of, like, if a girl falls down and, like, there we go. we're the same size. They're flopping. What, yeah. are, what are we going to? It, get up, I'll, you team. Come on. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, see, there like we that's, go. That's a good one. Yeah, it's not my fault I'm bigger than you. There we go. I can jump higher than you. It's always that. You ever do, like, digs at their family at all or no? Is no. That, is that not? <laughs> that's that that's usually where I go. Unless no. I know them really well, maybe. <laughs> now, have you ever, like, taken a PK and you've, like, said something to the goalie, like, really, like, try and get in their head and then no, hit the PK? I, I'm not a big PK taker. Who takes the PKs? Um, normally, Ashlyn Brown takes them. Because she's very calm, cool, and collected while she takes them. <laughs> or Caroline Thomas. So you're the, you're the all-time goal scorer at PHS, and you, know, you don't take PKs? That nope. seems like so opposite of everything <laughs> you ever know in soccer. Yeah, I, it's just it's not my thing. Too much, too much pressure? Or? I don't know. It's not that – because every time we take them in practice, I can, like, I can finish a ball easily. But I just, like, if it comes down to it, I don't want – like, I don't want to – I don't know. I don't want the pressure, yeah. Okay. I don't. I know there's better options, so I'd let them take okay. it. So there was a practice that I was at. It was at the end of the season, I think. And you and the boys had a PK. Shootout. Oh yeah. Uh huh. PK shootout. Yes. Okay. And Between boys and girls soccer. Adele, I think, was probably the scariest one to be like behind the net. You just you just can't handle the PKs. No, like it was. Oh, I see. Yeah. I and see. I was behind the net, and she was the one that I was, like, moving out of the way for. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I don't know. I, I can finish them easily. I just – I'm not super cool and collected when it comes down to it. So, between you and Alex, Diaz, who wins five, five PK shootouts? Who wins? You, Alex, Diaz, five PKs. I'm going to have to say Alex. He's an amazing wow. goalkeeper. An amazing goalkeeper. Him and Jorge, they both. <laughs> <laughs> like I know he did, I know he's not a goalkeeper, but like they both can move so fast. Like Corey is keeper all the time at practice. It's insane. There we go. We were not expecting that answer, but <laughs> how are you able to remain so humble besides being such a great player? I I don't know. I guess that's just how I was raised. I mean, I'm not not really the type to brag. It's, I mean, I can always be better. So. Now, do you work out outside of soccer training? Is that a big part of your life? And how long have you been going to the gym? Yeah, um, I work out with um, my personal trainer. Um, it's his name's Dorian. It's out in Waterville. The place is called Pro Day, and I train there three to four times a week, um, plus soccer about four times a week, and then games and track meets on the weekends. But um, I've been training with him for about three, three, four years now, and. That's definitely a big part of 
my athletic ability. Historian's last name Hooker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to work out there. Yeah. Not a a fan anymore, Joel, or what happened? (laughs) Fitness for all in Perrysburg is all I need, man. All right. So, in addition to playing soccer, Adele, you're also a member of the Perrysburg High School track team. What are some of your events that you participate in? Um, So, in years previous, I did the 100, the 200, the 400, long jump, and then just any relay that has those races. In it. Whew, full slate. <laughs> full slate. Holy smokes. Joel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I zoned out for a second. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't know how. A lot of running. Yeah, I, I would not be able to participate in any of those pretty much. All right. We know you're a record-breaking uh, long jumper at Perrysburg. Is that your favorite event? Now, what's, like, the hardest part about being a long jumper, would you say? Um, I would just say it just takes a lot on your body, like the constant jumping off one ankle and then landing on that same ankle. It definitely kills your body. Now, how hard is it to, like, stick that landing? You watch this and you're like, <laughs> that looks incredibly difficult, but yeah. how hard really is it? Um, I honestly don't stick my landing much. It's normally me landing on my butt or <laughs> me landing on my ankles and then rolling them so now do you prefer indoor track or outdoor track um that's hard i don't i like indoor track because they have different races like i'll run the 60 and indoor track instead of the 100 um and it's nicer because the weather is it's not like 30 degrees um but outdoor tracks like more of a i feel like it's I don't know. I guess it's not more competitive, but it just seems like it is. It's more of a team sport because not as many people do indoor track. Now, kind of back to long jumping real quick. Have you ever had, like, any embarrassing moments while you've long jumped? Um, no, I don't think I actually have. I think I've been pretty. All right, now, did you receive any collegiate offers for track? Um, yeah, track. A couple schools have reached out, but your main recruiting season for track would be now. Um, so I'm, I don't know if schools will reach out because it's already, I'm already committed, but. Now, was there ever a time where you thought of running track over playing soccer in college? Um, no, but I considered both. Um, I was gonna run, or I was gonna do long jump and then play soccer. And every school I talked to said I could besides Michigan State. (laughs) Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Now, was that ever going to be a deal breaker for you? Like, I'm not going to go to Michigan State because of that? No. I mean, for a while it was until, like, last year. Or not last year, but until, like, I just realized that maybe it's time to just, like, really put all my energy into one sport and see how good I can get. Now, was that, like, a you decision? Or not a you decision. Was that, like, a coaching decision by the soccer coaches that said you couldn't or what? Yeah. um, I had a talk with Jeff, the head coach at Michigan State, in – he basically told me that I wasn't going to be able to do long jump and soccer at Michigan State. Um, he actually was a two-sport athlete in college, and he just said he—I mean—he made it through. But he—he he almost wished he said he wished he didn't because um, he could have gotten really good at one, and he just didn't want me to um, have to like split my time. Now you mentioned your celebration video. Did you do any gymnastics growing up? Yeah. I did gymnastics for, like, ever. Probably from when I was, like, 2 to, like, 12, maybe. Yeah. And would you say you were pretty good? 
I, I was alright. I was more of like a powerhouse, so when it came to like the technical stuff like bars and pointing my toes and straightening my legs, it wasn't very good, but the rest was alright. Now, who were some of your favorite teachers at Perrysburg High School? Um, Mr. Hall is definitely one of my favorite the teachers. <laughs> um, hmm, let's think, who else? Definitely love Mrs. Westrick and Mrs. Gallagher, um, Mr. DeLauder. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. D for sure. Oh, there's there's honestly so many. I feel like I get close with almost all my teachers. Do you feel like it's easy for you to build that personal relationship with a lot of people? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm a pretty open person, so it's pretty easy for me to talk to people. Now, what would you say a, a typical day in the life looks like for Adele Francis? Um, so normally I wake up, obviously go to school. I get out of school pretty early, like 1 o'clock on a normal day, 12, 20-ish on early release days. Um, I normally go home and take a nap, like maybe a two, two, three-hour nap. That's and then love at, that. Yeah, and then at 4 o'clock, I'll either go out and get work on my own at the Dome, and then I'll go train with Dorian after, or on other days, it will be me going to the Dome and getting in work, and then soccer later at night. So it's just those, those two, and then I'll go home and go to bed. Joel took a pretty good nap today, didn't you, Joel? Uh, it was, yeah, I almost did not wake up for this. Yeah. I got to tell you, naps, naps are just great. If you get a good nap, like, your day is set. See, I don't know why, but for me, I can almost never nap unless I'm, like, absurdly tired. Because during the day, I'm just wired in, ready to go to bed. Like, finally, at the end. Like, I find myself napping sometimes, but then it's difficult to fall asleep. Yeah. Like, when you go to bed. And you ready yeah. to go to bed? It's yeah, I'm scrolling through asleep. TikTok for about four yeah, hours if I nap I'm, during the day. I'm like an insomniac because I take like three-hour naps every day. <laughs> now, you're obviously very busy during season. How do you balance life, sports, and school? Um, I don't know. I guess I just um, – I have a study hall, so I try and make sure I can mm. get a lot of my work done in my study hall. And if teachers give us any time in class, I'm like making sure I'm using that. Um, and then I try to – I try to not procrastinate too much and just try and get my work done right away and then, like, do other stuff so I'll have time to obviously get my practices in. Now, what are some things that you like to do for fun outside of school? Um, I like hanging out with my friends, and I'm a big dog person, so I like taking my dogs for walks. Um, and I actually picked up this recently, um, volunteering at the Lucas County Pit Crew to mm -hmm. um, help walk dogs over there. So... What's your go-to thing that you do with your with your friends? Um, honestly, probably just like go to Target or like go and get food. Me and my friend Emma like to drive around and just listen to music. That's a big thing we do. Now, what are you currently watching on Netflix or looking forward to watching on Netflix? Um, probably when Outer Banks comes yes. out. Yes. Oh man, I can't wait February for Outer Banks on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. How many seasons is that now? Is that should be season. Three. So the last one, I didn't really like the last one that much. You didn't like season two? I, I also didn't really finish it just because I thought it was boring halfway Chill. through. <laughs> yeah, that's I know. That's one of those shows you got to watch it just straight through. <laughs> Can't stop. You got to just go. Now, where do you like to eat and what are uh, some of your favorite foods? Um, well, Chipotle is like my favorite restaurant. <laughs> um, but... Well, oh, I don't know. I hope so. You don't know? No. I feel like that's they, a deal breaker. Okay, yeah, that could be a deal breaker. Did, I went up there like two weekends ago, and we hung out with like some of the girls, and they did say that they get Chipotle a lot for like team meals oh, like before you games. Oh, you should be chilling there. So I'll be set. 
Um, but no, I'm just, my favorite food's probably chicken and rice, um, burger, steak, all of that's good. Now, what would you say your go-to meal is? Is it Chipotle or what is it? Um, it's Chipotle if I'm going out, but when I get home from school, it's normally, like, I'll grill chicken and rice or, um, like, a toasted, like, either, like, a toasted, like, wheat bread or, like, a toasted bagel with some kind of lunch meat, lettuce, mayo, tomato, and, yeah, that's about it. Now, what kind of music do you like? You kind of hinted at it earlier, but... What did you say? What kind of music do you like? Oh, um, I don't know. Anything. I like Tens Pop. Like, I like listening to, like, mm-hmm. throwbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really all Jack has that's available all, in his that's car. That's all my radio, man. The <laughs> Ten Spot, man. That's the classics. It's good stuff. Joel hates on it. He goes, you don't have an ox in your car. I go, tough, Joel. My car doesn't have an ox. Uh, we're listening to this. It's, it's great. We're listening to the – it's not really the same rotation of songs, but it's oh, it like is. the same same rotation of sounds almost. Yeah, that's because it's a good genre. The 2010s, man, a lot of good music came out, uh-huh. except Ed Sheeran. Every time Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran is, don't, oh, don't try that. I'm not hating on Ed Sheeran. Please, let me finish. Because I like Ed Sheeran, but he can be such a mood killer at times when his songs come on. It's like you're looking for, like, a vibe, and Ed Sheeran is not the vibe <laughs> you're looking for. Like, Ed Sheeran is, like, a sad, like, low-key kind of vibe when you're looking to turn it up a little bit. He has, he has some, like, upbeat songs, I feel like. No. And it's no. like, the, we were listening to it at work together, Sing. It's not bad. It's still, like, Ed Sheeran is, like, slow, low, makes you want to cry a little bit. So you're, what you're hinting at is you hate Ed Sheeran? No, I don't hate Ed Sheeran. There's a time and a place for Ed Sheeran, and it's not on a Saturday out with the boys. That is not what All Ed right. Sheeran should be on. But maybe maybe you like Ed Sheeran more than I do. But I'm, I'm, I'm all right on Ed Sheeran. I pass. Now, the Super Bowl was a couple weeks ago, and Rihanna gave one of the better halftime shows. Did you happen to watch it at all? Uh, no, we actually had a soccer game in oh, Pennsylvania man. at 7.30. So we did on not Super get home. Bowl Sunday. That is absolutely oh, yeah. brutal. We did not get home till 12.30 at night, and we missed the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, man. That, oh was, that was one of the better ones that I can remember. <laughs> and there was a lot of controversy, but I just thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Right, now, what is your favorite book that you've read? Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm reading a book right now. It's called A Letter to Athletes, and hmm. it's super inspirational, and it's just, like, about mental toughness and, like, just, like, if you want to be, like, great, you have to, like, and it's just talk about mindset and all this, and I obviously I'm not done with it yet, but I really like it. So far. Now, where's your favorite vacation spot? Um, probably Alabama, Gulf Shores, Alabama. We go there every year. Like, we've been going there every year for probably like 10, 12 years. Um, and we're big on fishing, so we'll get a house on the beach, and we'll shark fish and catch Spanish mackerel and big redfish and black drum and all kinds of bonita. Is shark fishing like spears? Is it what no, you use or what? Like, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never been fishing, so this is all. Like, the spear, no, the spear's on the end of, like, the spear gun. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know. Oh this is gosh. why we have to have Brock Vogel on. He can educate me. Joel is so uncultured. Oh, my Lord. But, no, it's just, like, uh, you just, like, we'll take, we'll rent kayaks, and you'll take a kayak out, cast the pole, with whatever, like a fish head on it, bring the pole back, mm-hmm. 
and then wait for a shark to wait for the bite. Then, yeah. You've never seen TikToks of that on shore? No. Reeling in big sharks? No. Never. <laughs> no. God. All right. Get later tonight. Go on TikTok. Search up shark fishing. You'll you'll understand it's not with a spear. But <laughs> I will search up shark fishing. <laughs> God bless you, Joel. God bless you. So Adele, this is one of our weekly segments called Bold Predictions. What is one bold prediction that you have for 2023? Okay, I think this is a pretty bold prediction, but I predict that um, MSU Lit Girls Soccer is going to win the Big Ten League again because they did last year, and I just think that that will happen again. I think they will be capable to do that again. All right, Adele, with one of our final questions, what is one word that you would use to describe Adele Francis? Like resilient, persist, persistent, maybe hardworking. Can you elaborate on that? Um, yeah, I just think that um, <coughs> I don't know. I just think that um, I tend to like stay like pretty like um, active and pretty um, like when I set my mind to something, I'm pretty like um, like just repetitive with it. And I mean, I work pretty hard. I'd say, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Now, how excited are you to graduate from Perrysburg High School? Um, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, I'm just ready to just go out, meet new people, have new experiences, and just go play for Michigan State. That is awesome, Adele, and we hope to have you back on on our special graduation episode <laughs> where we're trying to get as many episode members back as possible, have one big graduation episode on graduation day, and really yes. just reminisce about our time at Perrysburg High School. So if any students are listening to this and would like to come on, we would love to have you on and just, you know, shoot the shoot, talking about everything that happened in high school and beyond and what it was like growing up in Perrysburg. So uh, thank you, Adele, for coming on the show today. We really enjoy getting to know you a little bit better, and best of luck to you in the future at this track season and at uh, Michigan State. Also, once again, big thank you to Sidelines for letting us record here at 136th West South Boundary. Hopefully we continue to be here much longer um next episode we'll be interviewing marcia swanson former ut volleyball player and perrysburg hall of fame inductee and this has been episode 18 of inside the hive a jacket sports network production and joel it is it is that time again it is that time but real quick i just want to say i can't believe they let us do this for 18 episodes (laughs) to the moon baby you're gonna get us canceled one day yeah i'm sure